Previously on Have You Seen Fraser Crane. He completely lost his mind. That's why things were bad between us. He was spiraling. My ex started to get mixed up with some bad people. Well, not people. Person. Not even person. He was my ex-husband's best friend. He's a ghost. Spirit, oh spirit, we call upon you. Alex, are you there? What's up? <laughs> I'm listening. Off the top, we want to remind our listeners, and while we're here, why not ourselves too, of the reason why we're doing what we're doing. We're trying to find Fraser. We want our hero back on TV, where he belongs. It's as simple as that. It is that simple. So you can imagine our worry when things got far more complicated than they ought to when we gave Camille a call. We were just trying to get the address of that storage container. The one she mentioned? Remember? The only thing Kelsey wanted in the divorce settlement. Remember? We call, and what do we find? A disconnected phone line. Just like when Camille tried calling Kelsey years ago, and that phone line was disconnected. When she was horny. Exactly. So what? Does this mean Camille is missing now too? Oh my god, are the phones somehow connected in all of this? Does this go straight to the top? 411? Holy shit. I say we rule out that theory simply for the sake of my mental health. That last guy nearly drove me off a fucking cliff. I almost took you with me. It's just not the kind of energy I want to be inviting into this case, okay? No, I think that's smart. Plus, we gotta keep spirits up if we're ever gonna find Frasier. Speaking of spirits, what say you to a sherry? To really get the literal and figurative juices flowing. I once vowed to never say no to a drink. And I'm not going to break that promise today. So back to Camille. Do you think she's really missing or has she just gone to extremes to avoid us after we blew off that slumber party I promised her? Or maybe she's just trying to lay low after all that post-reunion drama? At this point, it could be any of those options. It is interesting that the day after we accuse her of the crime in question, she's nowhere to be found. Maybe Camille did actually flee the scene. Maybe she actually is responsible for all this. It seems so obvious. Too obvious. I mean, she does fit the profile of a bitter ex-wife, desperate for fame, see housewives' appearances and reappearances. Plus, she's admitted she didn't like sex with Kelsey. Don't worry, though. I'm not scared. Maybe Alex is right. Maybe it is Camille. Before I jump into bed trusting a ghost, something's been bothering me about Alex. Did it seem to you like Alex was hiding something? Like a personality? I mean, how boring was that guy? Yes, exactly. Sometimes I forget why we're friends, and then there you are. Cheers, my friend, to finding Fraser. For Fraser. <sighs> the reason I ask, Kelsey strikes me as a man who celebrates character, flamboyance, someone who desires a male companion who shares the same genetics. I just don't see it with this guy. What if Alex wasn't really Kelsey's friend? What if he hypnotized Kels for a chance to get close to Fraser? Maybe he's just some crazed fan who rolled over and out of his grave to hypnotize Kelsey into a friendship. And from what I've come to know about ghost behavior, he's just got to know how to evaporate people into thin air. I mean, he's supernatural. All bets are off when you add a supernatural angle. Kelsey's gone and now Camille? It was Alex. Oh my god. Oh god. Relax. 
I ain't afraid of no ghost. These are all just fan theories, but I do say we're onto something. It would explain his odd behavior. Remember his penis out on the lawn like Camille said? Yes, how could I forget? How about another drink? I'm sure we could have one of those murder maps done by morning just to make sure we can safely blame Alex for all of this. I hear the blues are call. There's a salad and scrambled eggs. Maybe I seem very confused, but maybe I've got you pegged. But I don't know what the salad and scrambled eggs. Oh my god. They're called again. Sydney. Ha, ha. Sydney, 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 Sid, 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 look. What the? This string? Connected to these strings? Connected to Kelsey? We were right. Do you know what we should do right now? Like, right now? Tell me. We're going to call Alex. We're going to tell him that we know exactly what happened, and we know exactly how he sucked Dr. Crane into a black hole or whatever, and that we're very angry about it. His ghost cheeks are going to be so red. Get the board. He's going to be so fucking embarrassed. Spirit, oh spirit. Spirit! Spirit! Answer me! Why are you avoiding us? You criminal, you ruined my life. Talk to me, spirit! Where's Fraser, Alex? Where is he? <laughs> oh my god. You know what we should do? Tell me. I'm just going to throw this out there. Throw it and throw it far. I am ready to receive it. Let's break into Camille's house. Hmm? I want to see if that storage container is real. Tax receipt, charitable tax receipt, bill, bill, charitable tax receipt. Sid, let me tell you something. This is how the rich stay rich. Donate your crimes. The United Way knows how to cover anything up. I got pee, Ted. Come on, Sid. You were literally just outside. Why didn't you just pee in the rose garden? That's what they're there for. You would have come out smelling beautifully, and now you're just going to have to piss all over yourself. No, I can hold it. I'll hold it. More tax receipts. Where are you, divorce settlement? Show yourself! Okay, Teddy. I lied. I really do gotta pee. I'm so sorry. Don't you dare piss. They already have my blood on all this broken glass to sample? You want them to have something to test it against as conclusive evidence? Come on! They'll know it was you and then immediately connect you to me and then my life will be over. Okay, okay. I'll figure it out. It's kind of scary in here, eh? What are you talking about? It's scary. It's a mansion. One of the most beautiful and close spaces you'll ever be lucky enough to be inside. There was staff at every door a couple days ago. There wasn't anybody at the security gate to flash your titties at for clearance on the way in. You don't think that's weird? Found it! Yes!
In the light of sobriety, this case is getting... pretty crazy, actually. I know we said earlier that this was all supposed to be a simple search for Fraser Crane, but it's now clear to us that whatever is going on, it's much bigger than a simple search for Fraser. A ghost on the loose evaporating people into the void because... well, we don't know just yet. We reviewed Camille and Kelsey's divorce papers, and you're never going to believe this. Camille wasn't lying about the storage container. Kelsey did, in fact, only request one thing in the settlement. One storage container in the airport district of Burbank. Camille's story checks out, which means Alex may not be the lackluster so boring he probably considers watching the sun go down a hobby guy he led us to believe he was. I'm listening. I think we're lost. It says it should be right here. The address for the storage container led us to a strange strip mall. It looked like the whole neighborhood was used as a backdrop for Dane Cook's Tourgasm series, and by that, I mean there were only limos and tour buses on the road, and the only people around were wearing short sleeve shirts over long sleeve shirts. There was only one surviving business in the strip. An alteration shop. Hello? Maybe they're at lunch. Hello? Is anybody here? Hello? Great. Another dead end. Oh, my sincerest apologies. I was actually just knee-deep in concentration on a very important pair of khakis, but I assure you, now you have my full attention. Oh, we were actually just looking for a storage container that was supposed to be here? At this address. It must have moved on a can of well, you being here. Would you be able to point us to the storage lot by any chance? Hmm, storage lot... No, no, uh, nothing to see here, but I'm sure there's something else I can help you with. Uh, Perhaps I can help you find your waistline, or a simple hem to give the Dean Cook types around here a show with a flash of side breast. What? No. We're trying to stitch together... Uh Uh-huh, I know. A missing persons case. Not reimagine what Sydney's body might actually look like under those XXL t-shirts she stole from the YMCA Lost and Found. But you'd be perfect... Me? Perfect. Let me get a look at you. Please, spin for me. I'm going to do it, but I'll be honest, I feel pretty uncomfortable about it. Yes. Spin. Spin. Perfect. Perfect. Should I spin too? You didn't bother. But you? Wow. Please, let me make you a suit. I'm begging you. A suit? With these hips? (laughs) I think you're in over your head, brother. Every tailor back home takes one look at me, straight up refuses. Sorry, sir. I appreciate it, but I can't let my heart be broken thrice. I have the perfect silhouette for you. Stay, I will return. Sid, come on, we don't have time for this. Teddy, wait. Ever since I was a little girl, stalking you through your window. You said stalking? I've always thought that the key to unlocking my true potential as one of Fraser's biggest fans is owning my very own, very large brown suit. I thought these double XL stolen t-shirts would give me at least a taste of a day in Fraser's shoes. But I'm afraid my appetite for a connection to Fraser was bigger than this double XL stolen t-shirt. It didn't work. I know I put up a good front acting like this is my favorite double XL stolen t-shirt. But in reality, there's only one thing I crave more than finding Kelsey Grammer and getting him back on TV. And that one thing is my very own, very large brown suit. If this guy says he can make it work, 
I need to give him a shot. Fine. But after you get your suit, we really need to get back to finding Kelsey. Of course, of course. Hi, Fraser. Niles. Let me guess, the wacky gang from the office? Hey, everyone. This is my brother Niles. This is Teddy, one of our brilliant engineers. Hi, yes, I'm Teddy. Pleased to meet you. I'm such a big fan. Teddy, my man. That's my name, Teddy. I can't believe you know my name. (laughs) This has been kind of fun. Uh, (laughs) But uh, I really have to go. I'm conducting a seminar on multiple personality disorders, and it takes me forever to fill out the name tags. hilarious. Teddy. <laughs> Teddy, wake up. Wake up. Sid, come on. Oh, I willed myself into a dream where I was in a Frasier episode. Do you know how hard that is? Well, that's cool. But Teddy, it's ready. Please, try it on over here. Any adjustments can be made once we see how it falls. Thank you for this, by the way. You don't know what it means to... Oh, my God. What? Oh my god. You look just like him. I'm drowning in it. Yes, this will be the suit Frasia will remove when he deflowers me. It's perfect. I don't want to take this moment away from you, but I am Frasier's other biggest fan, and it just seems weird that you would have a suit and... Ask a... and you shall receive. Wow, that was incredible. Well, I guess a 27 waist, 38 inseam, 40 across the chest. Just in time. (laughs) I nearly went into one of my infamous rage blackouts. Seeing my old friend here receiving gifts without me, your store would have been on fire by now. Oh, (laughs) Oh, please, please try it on. (sighs) Thank you. Ah, you, come here. Just a few adjustments to make. I don't know what you have in mind, but how would you feel if we made it even baggier? Yeah, like that. That's perfect. I just want to thank you again. It really means a lot to us. We're huge fans of... Whoa. Has anyone ever told you that you look exactly like Niles? Uh Uh-oh. I've been found out. Yes, it's me, David Hyde Pierce. I know what you're thinking. Why? Well, as many people know, I've always had a thing for stiff fabric, and since things ended with my first love back in 04, I thought, why not fall back on a career in fashion to avoid the crushing anxiety of auditions? That's great, David. I'm Sydney. Nice to meet you. It's great to hear you're doing well career-wise. Damn, it is crazy how much you look like Niles. Teddy has just got to see this. Teddy! The suit looks amazing on me! It's not clinging to anything. It's like I'm wearing a wool blend parachute. Come here, you gotta see this guy! Oh my god. You look amazing. I thought bulldozing affordable housing to make way for a replica of Fraser's apartment for me to play in was the pinnacle. No. This. This is special. Teddy. Look. I'm crying. (laughs) There I go. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. You take a moment. And oh yeah, doesn't this guy totally look like Niles? Yes, it's, it's me. David Hyde Pierce. Oh my god. You do? Holy shit. Replica Fraser suits made by a guy who looks exactly like a replica Niles? Huh. I guess it's true. <laughs> the world does work in mysterious ways. Huh. Uh, but the thing is, I, I'm David Hyde Pierce. I played Niles. Oh, shit! Oh, shit! 
Is everything okay in there? Yeah, it's just these pants are hard to keep track of. I, I can't find where they end. I, I can't get out of these pants. The heck? What was I saying? Right, Fraser. You've seen Fraser, right? Of course you've seen Fraser. A man who cuts a perfect suit. Where else would you find inspiration for suits like these other than from Mr. Big Brown Suit himself? Well, actually, this just happens to be my preferred cut. Being so slender myself, it does wonders in disguising a flat bottom. I must confess, I haven't seen a single episode. No, I, I can't bear watching myself on screen. You haven't seen Fraser? Are you serious? Teddy? This guy hasn't seen Fraser. Can you come here? Um, th- there's something... Just, just come here. Uh, is it the pants? It does take some time for the body to acclimatize to them. I can come in and help if you'd like. No, uh, Teddy can help me. Oh, hold on one sec. I just gotta tell this guy about Fraser. Anyways, I'd say my favorite episode is the one where Daphne tells Fraser not to go into her room, but Fraser being Fraser, he's just gotta see what's in there, so... Teddy, I need you now. Like, now, now. Pardon me, David Hyde Pierce. I'll come back, and when I do, you bet your ass I'm recapping that whole episode. This guy hasn't seen Fraser. What a fucking plebe. Do you know that guy or something? He just keeps repeating his name over and over again. Like, we get it. Whoa. What is that? Shh. Shh. I was trying to find the end of these pants, but then I fell into this mirror, and I just opened Did you go down there already? No, 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 no. Do you think we should? It could be nothing. It's probably just storage or something. A cellar hidden behind a mirror that looks to go about, oh, I don't know, a hundred feet into the ground? Uh, you found your way out of those trousers, I hope. I uh, I don't mind helping. This does happen more often than you'd think. Yes, thank you. Uh, we're good. <laughs> we gotta go down there. Just for peace of mind. Who knows? Maybe this guy wasn't even born with the Niles look and was lying about never seeing the show and is actually a psycho fan who got surgery to look like Niles, Fraser's antagonistic brother, the one always overshadowed by Fraser, so he kidnapped Kelsey Grammer as revenge and hit him in his behind-the-mirror basement. That's possible, isn't it? It's that, or a ghost who evaporates people into thin air and disconnects phone lines. Okay, fine. Let's go, then. I'll put my life on the line for this case. I don't care. Great. Uh, sir, just want to let you know, uh, don't worry about us if we take a bit longer to get dressed. We're just kind of overwhelmed right now. The suits really are so beautiful. Uh, please feel free to go back to those khakis while we pull ourselves together. Uh, I understand. Uh, take your time. I did it. Another day doing God's work. This is crazy. Do I don't know what a hundred feet means, or is this basement suspiciously deep underground? No, I think this is a deeper basement than we should expect from a tailor. I think I see the end. Here! There's a door! Fraser, we're coming for you, boy. Hang tight! Is there a light? I, I can't find it. Here! Oh my god. Fraser! We found you come here, boy! Look, Sydney, look! I'm hugging Fraser! Oh my god. It's such an honor to meet you, sir. You probably get this all the time, but you're really such a hero of mine. Teddy? I'm your biggest fan, sir. What? You have no idea what you mean to me. I thought I might save this for later, but I want you to know that if I could take it all back, you'd be my daddy. Remember everything? 
every Thursday we spent together. Remember, Fraser. Remember? Fraser? Fraser? Sydney? Something's wrong with Fraser. Teddy? Something's wrong with Fraser. Fraser! Fraser! Teddy, look! What? What? What the fuck? What's going on here? This is crazy, but I think they're clones. Fraser clones. Hundreds of Fraser clones. Clones? Fucking clones? Why are there clones? I don't know, Teddy. I didn't make them. They look just like him. They've even got that infinitely balding head of his. The skin work is amazing. Thick and porous as God intended. They're identical replicas. Why are you talking like that? With words like replicas and porous? I thought you said porous. No, I don't think so. You're one of two Fraser experts. Since when are you a clone expert? When I was younger? I didn't just steal TV guides, Teddy. I stole copies of National Geographic, too. What? I didn't tell you because I didn't want you to think I spent my time reading anything other than weekly TV listings and Fraser reviews. I didn't want to give you any reason to question my devotion to Fraser. I promise I only did it so that I could be smart and well-rounded. Just like him. National Geographic? Nerd. Nerd. I let a nerd into my house? Dirty and homeless, fine, but a nerd? Hang on. I stole this issue in 1996 once. There was a feature on the sheep. Sheep? Sheep. You're surrounded by Kelsey clones and you want to talk about sheep? It was the first cloning experiment. They used sheep. I don't know the math or whatever, but I don't need math to know that these aren't your average clones. Hundreds of clones on a conveyor belt, meat hooks in their backs, hanging there, lifeless. These clones are all just basically corpses being preserved, I think. What? That's not normal clone behavior? No, actually, on account of the meat hooks in their backs. If somebody wanted an unanimated lookalike of Fraser, they could have just called Madame Tussaud. Something happened to these clones. I mean, it's possible these are defects, but... I... But what? Th- they're perfectly designed. Just look at how identical they are, down to the fingernails. I- I'd recognize those protein-rich cuticles anywhere. It's breathtaking work. I think these clones were killed. What was that? It was probably nothing. Shit! We're gonna fucking die down here. We're going to die in these beautiful suits that no one will ever see us in. Maybe it's someone totally friendly who's willing to explain this entire situation. Isn't that also possible? Fuck! What was that? I I, I think I just saw someone. I don't know. They were there and then they weren't. There's no one here. I swear I did. I saw someone right over there. I know I got scared back there, but forget about that. It's just a rickety old basement, that's all. You're seeing things. I'm not crazy. I saw... There it is! Where? Teddy, we gotta get out of here. Go, go! In here! What was that? Next time on Have You Seen Fraser Crane? 
right. Okay. It happened right before he disappeared. I think, I think it might be connected. I don't know. Mr. Kelsey had an accident. I heard you back there with the clones that you said you were Fraser's biggest fan. Just you. You said, Fraser, I'm your biggest fan. What do you want from me? What? Hello, girls. This series is co-hosted by Teddy Ivanova and Sydney Boniface and is produced by Carly McPhee, Matt Rubio, and me, Sydney Boniface. Music and audio production by Nick DiCitano. Voices for this episode were provided by Graham Campbell as David Hyde Pierce. Have you seen Fraser Crane concept developed by Sydney Boniface and Lauren Andrews and episodes written by Sydney Boniface? I'm listening.